Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. Hello and welcome back to the Skin Club. Hi, babes. (laughs) We have Jordan Harper on. She's amazing. We just got off the phone with her and... You are going to love this interview. We learned so much about product knowledge and why she chose specific ingredients for her products and why certain packaging and things like that. So it's a really great informative episode and her packaging is gorgeous. So definitely check her out. Yes. (laughs) Um, But we're going to do our weekly favorites first before we cue the episode. So what is your favorite? Um, so from Trader Joe's, my friend Maria, she introduced me to these. They're called chocolate covered sea salt butterscotch caramels. Holy smokes, guys. So good. So if you have a Trader Joe's near you, make sure you go snag some of these. They're just freaking delicious. Um, but yeah, that's my weekly favorite. What's yours? Mine is the Naturium body wash, but a specific one. So I believe I got the salsic acid I can't remember if it's a salicylic or glycolic body wash. Okay. And I liked it. However, it was really thick, so it was kind of hard to foam up. And if I'm washing my body, I like to feel squeaky clean and foamy. Yes. So I just ordered the Glow Getter Multi Oil Body Wash. It is like, oh, the first ingredient isn't water. It's it's like glycerin or something like that okay. it's extremely hydrating for yeah. your body so it like comes out like oil but then it foams up that's cool i'm obsessed Love with that. it and so it gives a really easy lather and it feel my skin feels so smooth after Yay. i'm obsessed with it i've never heard anyone talk about it i yeah. just i like the brand naturium for body washes and body Love. care okay so i want to try that one out so i'm obsessed with that one amazing so that is my weekly favorite and I have an update. I can do an update. Do share. Do share. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're batching. So there's not a ton of things that are new, but I had my hydrinity coaching. What is it called? Like education course class where they come teach you everything about the line. Mm -hmm. Um, It was freaking amazing. Guys, don't sleep on hydrinity. It's so freaking good. And if you're opening an account with them, let me know because it's honestly worth the hype it's so freaking cool and like their education is beyond amazing i bathe myself in the mist that i got from you like it feels so good especially i gave myself an at-home facial last night and my skin was kind of irritated because i probably go a little harder on myself (laughs) (laughs) than i should but i literally bathe my skin in it and it is so soothing so delicious i'm obsessed so we did that. And then what else? Oh, you guys, we got, um, we were able to try our barefaced products because today we are interviewing Jordan Harper, the owner and founder of barefaced. So cute. Freaking. I love their products. They're amazing. And if you guys get the chance to check them out definitely order yourself some, try them out. They're really really awesome oh yeah at the end of this episode we do have a giveaway yeah we talk about so make sure you enter but you have to listen through yeah you, you have to listen, listen to the us. whole thing so <laughs> you guys are gonna freaking love jordan she was like so fun and so easy to talk to and just honestly is a baddie she just is a working mom she knows her crap and she's just you can solid. tell she's passionate about what she does yes 
Okay, wait, what's yeah, we love her. Do you have an update? I actually do. Okay. So this coming Saturday, this will be weeks gone when yeah. this comes out, but I have a Cartessa event with my revive team, Marky, Krista, Ali. We're going to this Cartessa event to learn more about the Cool Peel Laser. Nice. So we're going to spend the day, I believe it's in Phoenix, Very just cool. learning about all all that Cartessa has to offer and more about lasers. That's so amazing. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. So. So fun. That will be it. That's going to be my update. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you guys love today's episode. Jordan is just such a, like an amazing person and is just a light. So you guys are going to love this episode. Um, let us know what you guys think on our latest Instagram posts. And don't forget to follow us, follow Jordan, and follow Barefaced. We will see you guys at the end of the episode. Bye. Enjoy. Today we are privileged to have Jordan Harper on. She is an MSN, NP, BC, and CEO of Bareface Skincare. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to chat. Same. This is awesome. So we want to do a deep dive into your background, how you got to where you are. So do you want to start with the first Yes, question we, we have for you. We have a whole list for you. <laughs> okay. So what got you into the aesthetics world? So a little bit. So I have been into in aesthetics for the past um, over 10 years. And it really started back in high school. I started getting um, cystic acne. I was like one of those people that I had no skin issues. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like you know, that, that 16, 17 year old time when all of a sudden you're like, Oh shoot, I got, I got some things to focus on. Whereas otherwise you're never really thinking about your skin. Um, so that was just one thing. And then I end up getting laser hair removal because when you have dark hair, I know no one can see me, but when you have dark hair, laser hair removal is important. Oh yeah. Um, yes. and I went to, <laughs> uh, I went to get laser hair removal and the um, pr- practitioner that was doing my laser hair was at a plastic surgeon's office and she ended up being a nurse practitioner. And she was just telling me about what she does. Um, and she did Botox, filler, injectables, lasers, et cetera. And I was like, hold on, this job is amazing. And at this point I'm 18. And so she was like, yeah, I'm a nurse practitioner. And if you want to be able to treat patients and really like curate treatment plans, prescribe medication, um, nurse practitioner is the way to go. And at that point I knew I wanted to have the flexibility of working and living anywhere, which is what nursing does. So I just followed the path of nursing school and then going back to, so I did like ICU, worked in the ICU for three years while I was also going back to NP school. And so, yeah, that's kind of like my journey into, I always kind of knew that it wasn't like, you know, I went through college, got multiple degrees. I always like was obsessed with skin. And I think it's because I didn't have good skin. Yeah. But, you know, and it like gave me that kind of like motivation to see that, okay, if you work for your, it's like working out, right? It's like, oh, wow, I can like work out for my skin and actually like improve what my skin looks like. And that was really fun. And then doing that with patients um, was even more motivating, like seeing those transformations happen. That's amazing. So did you go get your aesthetics license? No, I've always worked in cosmetic dermatology. So I practice. um, So my background, um, after becoming a nurse practitioner, I worked at uh, different med spas, plastic surgeon's office and doing all types of skincare. So I worked, um, we had estheticians that worked with us, but um, I mainly did 
Botox filler, lasers. Um, and then I brought on the last plastic surgeon's office I worked at. I just basically created their entire aesthetics side because they were doing a lot of like reconstruction. And so um, that was just something I did like additionally on top of my MP. Amazing. That is so cool. That is. And where are you located? Right now I'm in Knoxville, but I'm, I, I was in uh, Charleston, South Carolina for like almost 10 years. And that's where I really built up my patient base, Okay, which if you guys haven't been to Charleston, you should definitely go. It's amazing. Um, my, my husband is, uh, he was in dental school and now he's in a residency. So we're just kind of randomly in Knoxville, um, because that's where he matched for residency and kind of like, so what I was doing, I was treating patients in office for seven years, building up my patient base, which Obviously, I don't know if you guys are both practicing and seeing patients too. Like it takes time, right? So you're like really investing in your community, building up your patient base. And then my husband matches for a residency outside of Charleston. And so all of a sudden, these patients that I've had for the past seven years are gone because we're not living there anymore. And so that really, and and during this time, I was curating skincare routines for them and really realizing on the back end, people were willing to come into the office and, you know, invest in their skin, whether that be injectables, lasers, um, peels, et cetera, but they didn't really know what to do at home. And so it's like they were willing to take that step to spend, you know, and it's a lot more expensive to go into the office. But if you're not maintaining it with at-home care, then you're never going to see those long-term results. You know, you're going to see that quick fix, but you're never going to see the long-term results if you're not. It's like brushing your teeth, right? If you're not brushing your teeth daily, then going to the dentist once every six months isn't really going to do that much for you. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so at what point in your career did you decide to create your own line and what was your inspiration to start your own? Okay. So, uh, when I was seeing patients in office, what I realized again was like, okay, there's a massive amount of confusion about skincare. And I saw so many patients again, willing to invest in their skin, even with the skincare products that they purchased, but not really knowing like how to use them, when to use them. So then they just kind of felt like skincare was a joke or just like not worth it. Right. And it just like over promised under delivered with like the results. And so, um, what I started seeing was, okay, people are really overwhelmed by all these steps. And I truly believe in medical grade skincare. So I love professional skincare, medical grade, whatever we want to call it, where it's really results driven, but I also want to always promote long-term skin health. So, um, I started talking to a chemist and I just kind of randomly got connected with them in 2018. I was pregnant with my first child and I was just like, it seems like we can simplify this process. So there's not, you know, 15, 10, whatever different steps where making these kind of, you guys know, and I never ever actually want to ever call out brands, but you know, the brands that are just like those single ingredient products. And so it's like, you've got hyaluronic acid, you've got L-ascorbic acid, you know, and then next thing you know, it's like, well, I have to use 15 products to actually see results because one product obviously can't do it all. Right. Um, and you can't blend a million different ingredients together in a formulation anyways. So 
Anyways, I started talking to uh, a chemist about this, a couple of different products that I had ideas for. And he was like, thought it was so funny. He was like, you're trying to make every product a kitchen sink. Meaning like, I want to fit, because I truly like, and I understand one product can't do it all, but I truly wanted to make products that could do more that were multi um, purpose that you could, you know, maybe have two to three serums in your routine instead of having to use seven or eight to like actually see results because ultimately like we're all trying to do less, right? Yeah. For sure. We're all trying to do less, but get the most. Um, so anyways, I started talking to this chemist. We started, um, formulating some products and at this point I'm still, um, just seeing patients in office all the time. And so I'm purely just thinking, Hey, I'm going to create these products that I can sell to my patients. And, um, at this point I'm seeing patients like having my own practice. Uh, so, then my husband matches for this residency and we leave Charleston. So I still was seeing patients only a couple days a week and I started to just sell them. There was two products, just started to sell them to them online to keep this patient base just through an online patient portal. And I was shipping them out from my garage. Well, then all of a sudden um, I did a launch within a couple days, everything was sold out and I used that as a pre-order um, to then pay for, cause I had no money. Like I'm just putting this on like 0% interest credit cards. Like I know these products are great, but like, I hope they sell, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, I did a pre-order and then I used that to then pay for the first round of like a lot of like the big, like bulk product that we ordered again, still shipping this from my garage and truly, which was really, really cool. The products kind of like organically just kept getting like recommended to um, or referred to people like to their friends, to their moms, whatever. And so to this day, we still haven't done really any paid advertising at all. People are just uh, referring out. And so I opened up my website to not just sell the patients. And then I started selling just online. And this is like the beginning of 2020. Um, And so I started selling online. And again, we just kept selling out and purely from like referral and because people were seeing results and then they kept buying product. Um, so that's a little bit, but again, all this is at this point, still happening, you know, like in my garage. So I'm like patching, pat, learning how to like run a business, feeling confident with like what I know about skincare, but then learning on the back end, like how to run a business. I think our first order took six to eight weeks to get like shipped out to our customer, which is <laughs> Like, you know, when we order stuff now, it's like, if it's not there in three to five days, we're like, where is this? Amazon oh, has yeah. really messed with us, yeah. I think, as like yeah. a whole generation. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Like, where are these products? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that was kind of like my inspiration is to simplify the process, uh, but also by providing high quality, like medical grade uh, level products that you could actually get online instead of having to always go into an office. That is so cool. I really love that. And I do think that like by simplifying a lot of regimens, it makes it so much more accessible for like a huge demographic. I think that there's a small percentage of people who really like to romanticize like the routines. And so sometimes they like the more elaborate routines with 20 steps and things. But I do think that most of the population, especially like teens or even like moms, just they need simple, fast, easy, get it done and get it right the first time. So I really love that 
that's like how you kind of started your line. So I'm, um, we have both been able to experience your line. We were, Yay, we've been trying out your products and we love them. We love them. Your branding Yay. is amazing. Your packaging. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like we love it so Thank much. You. It's so cute. I am. Um, so what you said that you started with two products, which products were those? So the toning pads and there's a toning pads, toning pads too. So, um, I wanted something that was gentle enough that you can use to exfoliate, you know, on a daily basis if you need that. Um, but also that wouldn't be stripping to the skin because right. We all hear about like over exfoliation is everywhere right now. Like yes. don't over exfoliate, don't over exfoliate, but these are, um, so the toning pads are going to enhance your product penetration by taking off that dead, um, that layer of dead skin cells on the surface of the skin. But they're also going to be hydrating, reduce redness, calming, soothing. So they're not going to strip the skin. Um, and those, the reason why I love those so much is because we're in the period of time where everyone wants in- instant gratification. And so I feel like I never, I never want to overpromise anything. However, I do feel like toning pads are very fun because they offer a more like quick result. Mm-hmm. you know, whereas like other products, you're truly going to have to like use them for, let's say six to 12 weeks, depending on like the skin cell cycle. And, um, so I feel like those are really fun because you're instantly like kind of reaping the benefits within a couple uses. Totally. They, they're so good. Sorry. They are. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, so correct me if you're, if I'm wrong. So your Tony pads have glycolic, lactic, mandelic, Am I missing anything? They have a little bit of salicylic. Yep. And then we have some other like chamomile, vitamin K, like some other calming, soothing ingredients too. So they're not going to be like just in the percentage of acids is low enough where you're going to have like exfoliation, but not strip the skin. We also have glow peel pads, um, which are the higher percentage of a glycolic around 15%. And those are ones that you would only want to use, you know, a couple times a week. So they're not like overstripping the skin. I love the pads so much. (laughs) Yeah. So, so much. Yeah, they're definitely our best sellers. We, um, those are what we sold out of like constantly. And I feel like that's what drove a lot of hype around the brand too, because we just couldn't keep those in stock. So that was a really fun, just like initial moment that I, and I remember one of my friends who was a marketing director, she was like, that was so smart of you to like keep selling out the pads. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, on the back end, I'm over here stressed out because when people can buy something, you're like, and pe- the customers are like emailing you, they're upset. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like you can't get this. And she's like, no, it's so brilliant. Like from a marketing standpoint. And I was like, well, you know what? I wish I was that smart. Um, but <laughs> true, like truly they really were selling out. And I was like, wow, I just learned something there. I should have like, but, but in the, it, it did make a really big impact because that drove a ton of demand. Um, which in 2020 was very like fun, but also very stressful because like supply chain was so frustrating back then. Oh, I bet. And can you use the pads anywhere on the body or do you recommend just Okay. No, I mean, uh, so what I do is, I mean, I recommend if you do use them, use them on your face first. Absolutely. Um, But I, I sometimes uh, I can't tolerate them every single day on my neck area, but like on the rest of my body, you could use them daily. I'll use them on my underarms. They're going to help prevent like body odor before I put on deodorant. Um, The other, the glow peel pads are also really good. They're stronger and they're really good for like KP, any type of rough skin, um, ingrown hairs. So if you get like, you know, bikini line, underarms, all that kind of stuff. But I would say like they're most effective because they're most effective on the face just because they're not, the, the percentage of acids 
it's really not like strong enough if you're really trying to target like body acne. Right. You know, like they're they're supposed to be like gentle enough that they can exfoliate, but not strip the skin. So obviously areas of the body, the skin is a little bit more resilient and might need a little bit more like stronger products depending on the areas being treated. Okay. Awesome. Good to know. So I have a question. Yeah. So I'm not super familiar with like how someone starts a line, like how that all okay. happens. But then beyond that, how do you start a professional grade line? Like how, how are you able to, I guess, get to a point like where you can put that like behind your name that it's a professional line versus just like a normal drugstore line. Do you mind explaining yep. that? No. Um, so a couple things, uh, where we formulate our products and you guys are probably familiar with these brands, but hold on, I gotta make sure I'm allowed to share this. (laughs) We can bleep it out. Okay. Let's (laughs) jump in. Uh, any, so any professional, um, I mean, let's just say it like this. I I actually need to be careful about, but like the top, like four medical grade skincare lines we produce at the same like we manufacture at the same facility. And so we go through a series of different testing, like all the ones that you've heard of. And some are strictly sold in medical offices. Others are, you know, sold online, but they're considered in that medical grade um, category. Now, just like clean beauty, medical grade is just a descriptor, right? And it just means um, results driven, normally a higher percentage of active ingredients. And so there's no technical regulation on if you can say medical grade. I, I think where... Um, I think where what happens in the industry is because people don't practice ethical marketing, which is really unfortunate. And so it's made this whole, like, should we be eating clean food food, and should we have clean beauty products? Absolutely. But now it's this whole fear mongering movement that like now clean is like so far to the side that it's like, it's just it's made to be now like a polarizing term. And I think medical grade is a little bit like that too. And so truly it's, um, so it's like, I never want to over market a term because none of these terms can be regulated. However, it should be like the, the quality of your product that they're results driven and that they go through rigorous testing through FDA approval um, with different labs. And so our ingredients are held to a higher standard. Um, And so, for example, a lot of drugstore retinols, by the time you receive that, um, they're the first of all, the ingredient and percentage amount is so low. By the time you get that on your skin from a drugstore, it's pretty much they call, you know, it's pretty much like dead on arrival. Like you're Mm -hmm. not really getting anything. Um, And so we have a higher percentage of ingredients, just like other brands out there that are sold in medical offices. So, and that's why I've kept the brand. We're only direct to consumer right now. We only sell from our site because if you're not using the products properly, you're, you're going to have probably potentially a negative result because they're results driven. And so we provide a ton of education on how to use the products that way. uh, There's some guidance so that there's that, that they're used effectively and then you're going to see the results. And truly I think like, education goes hand in hand with skincare, right? Like you have to be using products properly. Otherwise you're not going to see any result from any product. Yeah. And that's something that I loved. Like I went to your website and I saw that like they had like this little spot on there, or I guess you guys have like a little spot on there that you can get almost like your own consultation done Yeah, and like your own regimen laid out for you. So I thought that was actually really, really smart because a lot of times people like they may only buy like the like high 
um, like the glow pads, like the higher percentages and like retinol and think, oh, this is like the only two products that I need. And then like see a skin barrier when they don't have any like other hydrating products in their regimen. So I do think it's yep. really cool that you guys are able to, I guess, have that kind of communication between almost like an esthetician and a client with their um, regimen and how they should be using the products and like the way that it's intended to be used and all the different things like that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's been fun. And I think we, we offer a texting service chat um, and we have skincare specialists at every point. And so that way, like we can walk you through that. And some people, like I was saying, don't use toning pads every single day. Like that's okay. So there's, I think allowing that little bit of um, flexibility and education where we, all of our skin is unique. And so you need to like truly teaching people how to like listen to their skin instead of just doing, okay, this needs to be used twice a day. Now for the majority of people that might work, but for a handful of people, you know, just cause your friend does something doesn't mean you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I, skincare is just like one of those things that it should be personalized, but, but no one, unless you're trained on it, you're not really going to know what to do and or how to do it. Mm-hmm. Totally. So how many products do you have in your line and do you plan on expanding it or still just keeping it simple because that was part of your goal? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm like trying to, do I have eight now? I think I'm not exactly I'm like, I think it's, it's eight. I'm pretty sure. Um, I should know that cause they're like my babies, but, um, we will always keep our lines small. And that's really just because, uh, like we were saying earlier, there's a lot of really fun products you can incorporate into your routine and that's like totally fine. And that's, if that's something that people want to do, they should absolutely do it. But my focus for barefaced is to, to be the foundation, to be the foundation in your routine where, you know, it's results driven. And then if you want to add on any other products onto that to, make your routine more in depth or have little self-care moments. Like, absolutely. Like those, those are, that's really fun. But as far as like what we stand for is like results, skincare simplified results, amplified, essentially like less, but better. And then add on if you want, but we are like, we can be your core to, for long-term skin health results, driven products, um, in the medical grade sector. So we definitely will add products. For example, we, uh, I had been developing an eye cream for about a year and a half and I just like could not get excited about it. And, you know, there's so many products in the industry and I feel like so many eye products, so many skincare products, and I never want to bring a product to market unless I feel confident it's best in class. Otherwise I'll just recommend that other product that I feel like potentially is. And so with this eye cream we were formulating, I mean, we had picked out packaging, everything, and it was just like, I rely a lot on my gut because I was like, I just, no, I don't feel right about this. Like, this is not the best product. And if I can't get like hyped about something then I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to sell it. And if I know that like eyes, especially they're they're so hard to treat because it's so much more than just skincare. You know, you're like, you need Botox, you need lasers, you need microneedle. There's so many things, injectables. And so I've held off. We have two products that we've been designing, um, for eye creams too. And we'll see, like, I'm not going to launch it unless I feel like 
I can say, okay, this is the best product that's out there. Because if I don't have that confidence, then I don't feel confident bringing it to our consumer. They expect a certain you know level of product. And if we can't provide that for them, then I don't want to risk ever tarnishing the name that we have like established. Totally. Absolutely. Well, feel free to add us to your like, um, what is it? The testing PR, PR list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll test on everything. That's so cool. Um, I did see that your retinol also has, is it how do you pronounce it? Bacuccio? Yeah, Bacuccio. Bacuccio. Yes. I know, it's the weirdest name. Yes. <laughs> so we have retinol, which is um, a step above retinol. Um, are you guys familiar with yes. it a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we added in Bacuccio because it actually, so our retinol is in a time-release delivery system. So when you put tretinoin on your skin, it starts working right away. Um, and ours uh, has to convert into retinoic acid, but it does have a time release system. So that way you're not getting like, that's why the skin reacts so much. That's why there's that sensitivity, redness, irritation. And so with the time release system, we're able to uh, provide like a consistent kind of like hit yeah, of totally. retinol. And that way it's actively like working over the skin on the skin over a period of time and then adding in Bacuchiol, which weird name, uh, is really awesome because it actually, um, intensifies the, uh, magnitude of the retinaldehyde, but it also allows for the retinaldehyde to be less or sorry, to be more tolerable. So retinaldehyde by itself is very well tolerated. Adding in the Bacuchiol enhances the efficacy of the retinoid while also making it more gentle on the skin, better tolerated, which with retinoids, obviously consistency is key. Yes. And so this allows for a product that's really well tolerated. Um, whereas a lot of people, you know, stop and start retinoids, never seeing true results because they're never consistent with it. Totally. Right. I thought that was so cool that you had like both of those ingredients in it because the Vacuchio like mimics what retinol does. Yes. Anyway, I just thought that that was yeah. like so interesting. I'd never seen that done before. So I thought that was really cool. I'm- yeah. And we also have uh, Overachiever, which has Bacuchil in it too. And that is, so those are paired together, retinol skin therapy and um, overachiever. If you're not pregnant and you can use a retinoid, definitely the retinol skin therapy. If you're pregnant and you can't use retinoids, or if you want to use a tretinoin and you can't tolerate it well, overachiever is really, really nice to pair with any of your, so use twice daily because it has that Bacuchil in it. It'll help your skin tolerate retinoids better and it'll act as your retinoid alternative if you can't use retinoids. That's so cool. I love that. Sweet. And I've been pregnant for a long time, so I got to had to think of options. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Totally. <laughs> All pregnant mamas appreciate it. Yeah. So I have a question. So I'm just sitting here thinking. So you said your eye cream you were working on for about a year. Is that pretty standard for all your products? Like how does that time frame look for you in production? So it takes around 18 to 24 months to like get a product ready to be to go to market. Wow. Um and part of that is, so there's like different phases of development. And at first it's, um, what, what is the product, right? So it's like, okay, we want to do an eye cream. And then it's like, okay, what do we want that to look like? What do we want the results to be? So then we kind of work like backwards from that. And then we try to look at, and I love skincare trends. We don't, we follow them in the sense where like, we want to know what's going on, but we never formulate products based on trends. We always do anything based in like sound research because trends are obviously ever evolving. And we want to make sure that there's supporting research. I just always want to feel like, Hey, 
I'm selling you a product I know that has like the research to back it up because I don't ever want to, you know, just, I gotta, I gotta sleep well at night. I gotta <laughs> make sure I'm like doing good. And I want to know that like, okay, this has been tried and true research to know that this is going to be effective. Now it's up to you to use it properly and consistently, but I know that this is like a high quality product that's going to help promote healthy skin or target certain concerns. So for the eye cream, we think, okay, what do we want it to target? What do we want it to feel like? What do we want it? And then are there any like key ingredients that we're looking for or to bring, um, to bring into like our portfolio? Do we want to keep it in line with like match it with some of our other uh, products? So they pair well together because eye cream specifically like, you know, dark circles, puffiness, um, fine lines, skin laxity. There's so many things to treat. And so a lot of times pairing it with like other products to get maximum results is ideal. But then from there we formulate it. We try like, we generally, it takes us probably five to 10 rounds of formulations, then we test that product. Um, and we test it on at first, once we like find the product we like, we test it on 10 to 20 different people. And then from there, that's just like on our own terms. It's not a clinical trial at this point. We're testing it. And then if we're like, okay, love it, we're liking the results, then we have to go to more formalized testing. Um, and we go to stability testing. So we want to make sure the life cycle of the product isn't just like three months and it goes bad. So they do all these different heats, uh, heat testing where it's really, really intensive heat. You have to test the packaging. Um, and then from there you do a formalized testing, uh, with a third party to make sure that there's not any allergens that react. And actually what I thought was interesting is out of all years, uh, 2022 and 2021, all of the allergens are like, peaking. And so products that they've never seen so many reactions to products, which I find interesting because everyone's like, I don't know, everyone's sensitive right now, right? Like whether it's what we're eating, what we're, there's so many factors. And so something is like, we're reaching our like max capacity with what we're able to tolerate. And so I think these ingredients that maybe potentially were well tolerated are not that well tolerated anymore. So making sure that like you guys love you, are you guys both clean beauty? I think, right. Yeah. Right. Like with, I thought I read that on your, um, yes. Like we just, yeah. yeah. Integrative health. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, because all of that goes hand in hand, it's not just what we put on our skin. It's what we're consuming, you know, all of that. And part of it is life, you know, we're going to have different exposures, but, um, but I thought that was interesting because all of our products right now are fragrance free. I mean, are we considered clean? Yes. I don't tend to like heavy market that because I feel like I don't want to be a part of that, like fear mongering side. Yes. So there's the balance. Yeah, um, totally. I saw that. Yeah. Like I was like, cause that's like, I'm a, I'm a ingredient junkie when it comes to like endocrine disruptors. That's something yes. like I honestly, she's, she's the ingredient gal. She knows everything about all skincare ingredients and I'm, I'm still learning, but I'm more into like food ingredients, you know, and like yeah. different cosmetic ingredients that just, we should stay away from. And I was like so pleasantly surprised by your branding because, or just like your overall line in general, because I feel like so many, so many lines just like care about the smells of things. Like, and mm-hmm. a lot of consumers do too. They're just like, oh, well, if it doesn't smell clean, then it isn't clean. And I think everyone's kind of getting into the shift of like, oh, let's stay away from things that are fragrance, especially because everyone's skin is so dang sensitive nowadays. And I actually just heard a statistic, I think it was this morning, that, um, our skin versus like a hundred years ago or something, 
is 80% more sensitive than it used to be. And it's because we're never outside. We're never exposing ourselves to any like allergens ever. Yeah. And like no one leaves their house anymore. And I think especially after 2020, like what, yeah. what a better like study to show than like in 2021 yeah. and 2022 that everyone's skin is so dang sensitive. It's because we don't leave our house and we're like just so like in our own little bubbles and like we don't see the sun anymore. And it's just like yeah. the whole thing anyways. So yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree. There's like so much. And that's why I thought that was so interesting. Like starting they the and they're not even this is just the lab saying this. They were like, this is so interesting. We're seeing just such a spike in sensitivity to skincare that we've never seen before starting in 2021. So crazy. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it just shows you like our level of exposures to like all these different things is so high. So why not be thoughtful? And I don't know about you guys, but I'm like over fragranced. Like I don't need any more fragrance in my yeah. life. And so if you're layering five different products that have fragrance on it, I just don't even want to smell all that. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah. I will say though, the heart we have, um, our liquid gold and, um, because ingredients have a natural fragrance too. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, um, L-ascorbic acid can smell like not that great. Yeah. And so a part of that is just educating your, your customer. Like this is an expected smell, but if you don't like it, you know, then, then don't use it obviously. Yeah. But like there's a balance there because, and that's why a lot of people use fragrance or brands use fragrances because it masks that potential odor. But I don't, I don't, um, I would rather smell like something natural than I agree. a floral or something that I didn't pick. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't need to have a perfume, a fragrance on my face, all that. Mm-hmm. Totally. And do you use L-ascorbic acid for your vitamin C? Yep. So we have a, our vitamin C is called liquid gold. And so L-ascorbic acid, I love. And I'm, I've been like digging into, we've had it for two years. It's like our top seller all the time. Do we send you guys that? Yes. Yeah. So it's L-ascorbic acid. It also has five other antioxidants in it for stability. Um, and so we've tested it. And I know people have like mixed opinions on L-ascorbic. I love it because one, like I was saying earlier, it's just tried and true. There's so much research backing it up. And I think there's a little bit of, uh, you know how it's like, it has a short shelf life. It has a short shelf life. Well, yeah, it does have a short shelf life, but that's in comparison to other cosmetics. Most cosmetics out there, skincare, the shelf life is two years and the shelf life for liquid or liquid gold. Yes. But also all L-ascorbic acids on the market is really like three to six months. So it's not like five days, you know, it's not, I think it's, and you should be using your product within that period of time. Absolutely. Uh, So it's not like, I think this whole shelf life thing is another thing that people are using as a marketing ploy in the sense where, yeah, the shelf life is shorter, but it's not like a banana. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it's or like an apple that you cut open and the next day it's bad. As long as you're closing your product, um, you know, sealing it properly, closing it at night or whenever you're done using it and using it ideally within that three month time span, it's still good. Mm-hmm. That is you know, so you don't good to know. Two years. Yeah. But, but the whole thing is, yes, it has a shorter shelf life in comparison to other cosmetics. So have you had people ask about why you guys chose the squeezy top bottle for your vitamin C? Yeah. Instead of airless. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cause I wanted airless. I, all of our other products are airless. Um, so vitamin C L-ascorbic acid ha- releases a gas. Um, and so it's very, very hard to, uh, so it has to release a gas. And so the way we ship it is it just has a top actually, hold on. I have it right here. It comes, um, just with this top. It comes just with this top. <laughs> uh, 
because we can't ship it together. Oh, it's so, so cute. And the droppers on the side. Yes. So when you open it, it sounds like you're opening uh, like a Coke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And like, and so it's like a gas that gets released. And so there's no way to release that gas in an airless package. Okay. And so that's why, um, so this is opaque. You can't see through it. So it's protecting it from light, the packaging, but there's no way um, to have that gas be released at the, at the percentage that we're looking at with the additional antioxidants. Um, the pressure would just like not be right. Okay. So we've tested like different ones and maybe, I don't know, I would love to have an airless, but I also don't want it to be cracking and pressure, you know, the pressure be off, totally. all that kind of stuff. So is that specific to L-ascorbic acid that it needs to release that gas or is that with like all vitamin C types? Um, I'm not sure. I definitely, the only vitamin C's that I feel like I believe in are L-ascorbic and then the THD ascorbate. Um, But THD ascorbate definitely because it's in a lipid uh, barrier, like it definitely can be an airless packaging. Okay, cool. But I don't know about any other, I mean, all other vitamin C's are converting into L-ascorbic acid to become active. So um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll look that in. We'll look into that. But that's why you see a lot of them in the droppers. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I never knew that. That's really cool. I know. That's so helpful. And when you travel, yeah, when you travel, like you'll notice too, sometimes even if you seal your vitamin C really tight, you'll just notice it kind of like there's a little bit of like release of pressure when you open it after being in an airplane. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I was really excited actually when I saw that it was ascorbic acid on your bottle because I've never used it and I've always wanted to try it. So I am so excited because I've learned like it is the gold standard. So I'm yep. like, well, why haven't I tried it? So I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And the reason we chose L ascorbic over THD ascorbate is because THD ascorbate has to convert to L ascorbic acid. And it's really up to like, you don't know the health of someone's skin. There's no way to like quantify how much is actually converting onto the skin. So that's why you see higher percentages of THD ascorbate. So like 30%, because ultimately you only, the max you really need on the skin for L ascorbic acid is 20. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to get anything high, really sciencey, but like you don't need 30% of anything. Yeah. That would be so irritating to the skin. But the reason why there's higher percentages of it is because only a little bit converts or like you don't really know how much converts. So you're like over putting in more oh, percentage. Okay. Cause you're hoping your hope is like, okay, hopefully around 15 to 20% converts. Okay. That makes Interesting. sense. Okay. What else, what um, vitamin C have you used? I'm right now using Alto from Skin Better. Yeah. So that is a THD ascorbate. Yeah. I really like Altos. Yeah. You should see, um, I'm curious to see how your skin tolerates L-ascorbic acid. Yeah. I'm excited. I did use it last night, but I also gave myself an at-home facial, like dermaplane, I did extractions. <laughs> yeah. So my face was a little sensitive from that, um, but it wasn't like super burny or anything yeah. like that. So I'm excited to keep using it and see how I do. Yeah, me too. I, um, it starts working, you know, right when it touches the skin. So that's why you have that like singing sometimes at first. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Um, okay. I have a, I have another question for you. Um, so who inspires you? Like just in your life, who inspired you to, I guess, start your own line? Like who believed in you to do what you're doing? Who believed in me? 
I don't know. No. Um, so, you know, it's so funny because I really never intend, I, I never really thought that I was going to have a line. I thought I, as far as like out reaching as far as it does. And I really thought I would just continue to see patients in office and offer, um, offer skincare to my patients in office. And I really think when I go back to, okay, like why did this continue to grow into what it is today? Um, I think I saw the opportunity and I think I was really inspired by people seeing like results on their skin and, and like then recommending it to other people. They really, I really feel like they fueled me to like make it bigger, make it better, keep like investing in our products, keep developing our products, our product line. Um, so when I think about, okay, like why, why did I do this? It was really like the encouragement of, because when I step back and think about, it's not my family, my family's like, what are you doing? Keep working at your office. This is way too high <laughs> risk. Or, you know, like it's definitely a risk and putting yourself out there. A lot of my business is based purely on social media. And so when you put yourself out there on social media, initially, like it's cringe, it's like very it's embarrassing. <laughs> and yeah. And you know, like your friends are judging. You just know it. You just know it. Cause they're like, they're just, people don't even want to be judging. They just have to be, it's like, they can't even help themselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like I got a lot of encouragement and not in a bad way. Like I love my friends. I love my family, but like, they're almost wanting you to be safe, right? They're wanting you to be safe all the time. And I feel like being in the social space, seeing, seeing people like, okay, I'm cause in my mind, and you guys probably feel like this too, like skincare just makes sense. So like, I don't think of it as being so complex. I feel like it's probably like a personal trainer. Like when I work out, I'm like, what do I do? And I'm just wanting the trainer to tell me, mm -hmm. well, for me, I feel like that was skincare. Like I get it. It makes sense. So, but I saw how impactful it was when I was sharing different pieces of education. And then it was like, oh my gosh, this, this you know, using this piece of advice has made such a big difference. And I was like, wow, there's really like a need here in the space that I'm in from a medical standpoint to be offering free education on products, high quality medical grade products, and then showing people how to use those and not like a one-off where you have to come to the office every time. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that really fueled me uh, to like keep going and make it what it is today. That's so cool. I am. Um, and then with how many, okay. So with your family, how many kids do you have? How long have you been married? Tell us a little bit about like your, yourself. Yeah. Um, so I have been married for, um, 10 years and my husband and I, very cute story. We actually met at church. We were both like done with college. Our parents were in the same Bible study. So we sat next to each other at church. Then we didn't run into each other until a year later out at a bar in Atlanta, but we met at church. So the story feels very wholesome, you know? Um, <laughs> and so then we started dating and it was like one of those things where we, got engaged within like seven months. I feel like especially after college, when you're like in your life, you kind of are just like, oh yeah, okay, I'm ready to be with this person. Um, and then we waited about six years before we had kids. My husband ended up going back to school. He went to dental school, um, got his MBA. So I um, just was working that whole time. And a lot of like, I think where I started feeling like, okay, I got to like hustle a little bit. We're about to have kids. Like my husband's just in a student right now. Like I got to make to find a way to like support my family. We're about to move outside of Charleston. Um, so a lot of like figuring out being, you know, being resourceful, figuring out a way to, uh, make sure that we can, you know, get groceries, <laughs> <Yeah>. eat, <laughs> little things. Uh, and so that was like, 
So I started teaching injectable classes. I just started thinking of different ways because where I was working didn't have a maternity leave. Like they gave us maternity leave, but they don't, they didn't like offer us any money or anything. And so I was like, okay, I started doing this and I just found, I think seeing how valuable different areas of education, when I like break down everything I'm doing at all bases around education, whether it's educating patients on the skin, whether it was educating injector or like medical professionals on how to, you know, inject Botox filler. Like educating people has provided me a lot of opportunity because it ultimately like boils down to like serving. So like the more I've been able to serve, the more opportunities it's like ended up providing for me. Um, But okay, so that's kind of like going back to I don't know how I jumped to. Oh, anyways, so I got four (laughs) kids. We started. We we waited uh, six years, and then all of a sudden, we just like randomly (laughs) rapid fire had four kids in four years. And our last set were twins, so that's how it happened. Um, They're very cute. They're nine months old now. Oh my! So we have two girls, two boys, and um, we're done. Okay. It was unexpected how quickly it all happened, but I feel very blessed and very thankful. And now they're going to be like so close. Uh, you know when when siblings are the best. That yeah, is for amazing. Sure. How the heck do you balance life and momhood and everything? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I, I really don't know, know if like balance exists, right? But yeah. I do feel like that's where having your career be something that you're really passionate about because I, I feel like I'm I'm working all the time, but I also um it really like integrates into my life. We definitely have help. And what I've tried to do is I try to think of what's the most valuable things for me to be doing as a business owner, as a wife, as a mom, and like, what's going to, what's going to move the needle for all those areas of my life. So a lot of what I do is time blocking. And so I block out every single hour of my day. Um, So I have, you know, what I'm going to do. So that way I can really be off, especially with my kids. Cause otherwise I can end up working all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I will time block, okay, this time to this time. And I'm not feeling like, Oh shoot, I should be checking emails now. Or, Oh shoot, I should be like posting on social or whatever. So time blocking is huge. It's really helped me kind of make sure I have space. Cause I really want to be present for my kids. I think that's something that like, uh, you have to be so intentional about. And I also think, again, going back to, okay, what can, what's the most important thing for me to be doing and quality time, whether that's with my husband, my kids. And so trying to then either hire out things for cleaning my house or laundry, things that like my kids don't care who does their laundry, but they do care if I'm hanging out with them, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's going to be more meaningful in their life. And same thing with my business, like making sure, do I need to hire more people to manage certain things so that I can be uh, a better leader in the company and I'm not getting bogged down by managing different like tech issues, uh, website, you know, glitches, stuff like that, because I don't really know how to do that. That's going to take me a long time. And that's not my, like, really figuring out what's the best use of my time Yeah, in all capacities. That's so smart. That's something that, like, because I, I have my own business and I have two little kids. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old and a five-month-old. And I just yeah. am I'm to a point now, I'm like, I need help. And so I just barely found someone to help me do my social media because I found I was spending, like, three to four hours every single day trying to catch up with social media and, like, just do all the things, even though it's, I don't know, it should not take me that long, but I'm just like not skilled at it. So I'm like, there are people who literally do this for a living who could do it way better than me and who could make me more successful by them doing it. So I'm going to, I'm going to have some help. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I think that's the best thing. And really figuring out like, what are you, what's, what do you feel like you're the best at? Because that's going to only be you. There's a, there's a million skincare brands. There's a million nurse practitioners, estheticians, but like, you're the only you and what can you be the best at? And that's where you should like lean into. Mm-hmm. I read something that was like, you know, be aware of your weaknesses. Absolutely. But like, don't really try to fix them that much or, you know, like hire out for them or get help with them, right. but really, really lean into your strengths because that's where you're going to just like soar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally. love that. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. I have to ask what? where you got your inspiration for your packaging because it is so pretty. Oh, so that's so I love hearing that because, you know, when you work on something and you're like, I don't know, could this be better? Could this, you know, you're always like questioning. So thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Um, So going back to when you think about medical grade brands, they feel very a little bit like stiff, I would say, and they don't have that element of fun. Mm -hmm. And to me, skincare is really fun, Um, but I wanted to make it so it was like pretty fun and but still like our ingredients, our formulations, our products still hold true to like, they're not stiff, but they're, they're still that like more serious yeah. uh, aspect where they're results driven medical grade, but the packaging kind of reflects an element of fun mm-hmm. um, and playfulness. And so that's a, that's also a lot of what we do on social too. Like we educate, but we also like to laugh. We like to have fun. And so like incorporating all that um, was really important. So thank you. I appreciate you saying yeah, that. That's so cool. I'm um, so what inspired like your branding? Are you going for like a beachy vibe? Are you going for like, what's, what kind of, yeah. What's, what inspired like your color scheme and everything? I think, um, I do love beachy. So when I first did the product line, we were based in Charleston. So I loved the coastal vibe. Um, and now we live in the middle of Tennessee, so we're not anywhere. <laughs> <the> beach. <laughs> um, but a lot of what we do for our photo shoots, we do like, we'll do Tulum. So I wanted it to be like our photo shoots and our really our aesthetic is neutral. If you look at the back, like the background stuff. And so then our products really pop. And I love the, uh, like a Tulum vibe, a, um, I'm trying to think of like, it's like that off-white kind of like not Grecian vibe, but I like having really beautiful backdrops, yes. but then um, simple and then having our products be able to pop. So I guess you could say like coastal. I definitely feel like I'm a summery, you know, kind of person where I love the beach and it's kind of where everything started when we were in Charleston. So yeah. it kind of fits. That's like the, that's the vibe that I kind of got was just like beachy, fun, yeah. like youthful, but sophisticated, like very mm-hmm. fun, timeless vibe. I love it. Yeah. It's so cute. Thank you. How did you grow your platform to what it is today? Um, So going back to like the education piece, truly. So I started my Instagram, I believe it was like halfway through 2017. And it was through a friend just saying uh, she was, she had a, fairly large presence, maybe like 50,000 or something on Instagram. And she was, I would show up on her page answering questions because I would do her Botox and uh, filler. And she was like, I'm getting so many questions about skincare and I have no clue the answer. Like, can you just create a page? And that way, like you can help these people out. Cause like, I don't know. And so really from like 2017 to 2020, all I did was just provide education and provide skincare tips, provided injectable tips and office tips. And it was valuable, even if you weren't coming to see me in office. And so I think that 
I gave to my community a lot. Like I gave a lot of education and I never, never was like asking for anything, never was salesy. And I think, and always just recommended the products or treatments that I thought were best based on what I've learned or research education that I've had. And so truly, I think like that's how I grew the brand. It's just like content or grew my personal brand, just educating. And again, it goes back to stuff that I didn't even think was like people wanted to be educated on until I would talk to patients in office. And I've been treating patients, you know, for the past 10 years. So it really helped me to understand, like, I didn't create this line based on like, I think these products would be good. Like I truly created it after seeing, treating probably thousands of patients in office and seeing like, these are the needs that they have. These are like the questions that they have. This is the kind of product potentially, you know, they want to be using. This is where things need to be simple. And I think that that really helped me formulate a line that was really valuable for it wasn't like, I, I have an idea of what needs to be out there. Who wants it? It was like, you guys are telling me what you need, what you want, what your questions are. Let me just create something for you. That's so cool. Um, so if someone like listening wants to do what you're doing, wants to build their own brand, wants to start a whole line and just do, you know, something amazing, <laughs> what tips and advice would you give for them? Um, I think, think about problems. Like it should never, one, you got to like put, what you want to do, you know, think about what you're skilled at, think about what your strengths are, but putting aside like what really like what you want and thinking about like, what does your customer need or what does your patient need? Because ultimately, like if you're not solving a problem, then you're not offering anything. Like you have to be solving a problem to be valuable and thinking about people want to find value. And I think the first place, if I was starting a business again, I do it the exact same way. I basically curate and develop a community for on social media, because then by the time you launch a brand, you already have a business. You know, you've already been serving your community in whatever capacity and they're finding value from your account. And um, I think being niche and like, and now I post more life, lifestyle things. I post more family content on my page and we still do a ton of education on the Bareface page. But I think as long as you're providing value and really putting your customer first and or your followers or whatever community, whatever words you want to use, um, as long as you're doing that and truly thinking like, is this, you know, is this a solution to a problem? Is this providing value and not like making it about, I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in like, this is what I want to do, but it doesn't really make sense unless it's something that's like answering a need. And you, if you listen, like I've been answering my DMS for the past, what is it? Seven years or whatever. Like I know the questions people are asking. I'm so in tune to what they're asking, what their problems are and what their needs are that it's very easy to develop something that serves them. It's not like, okay, I got to develop something. Now I got to figure out how to sell it to them. It's like, no, I already know they need that. Mm -hmm. I'm just helping them out by creating it. Cause they've told me for the past, you know, years, whether that's in office or online. That's so cool. So what is like the future look like for barefaced? So, you know, we are still, so we've been around now since 20, we full like officially launched, I would say, I guess in 2020 January. So this is our third year. Um, and I feel like we're really now like setting the foundation. Um, like we've spent the past two years really serving our customer. And like I was saying before, we've never done any paid advertising. Our focus has really been like our existing customer and serving them. And in turn, that's like allowed for organic growth. Uh, because then we, 
our, our primary goal is, okay, how can we like best serve our customer? And even if we don't have a product that works for them, we'll recommend a different product because if we're, if we're like serving them, then they know, Hey, we're bareface is your resource for all things skin. If we don't offer it, we can recommend you something that maybe works better. That way you're creating more of a life. Like we're not trying to just sell one product. We're trying to create like a lifetime customer. And um, so right now our returning customer rate has been for the past two years, 90%, uh, which is like wow. industry. Yeah. Which is really cool because industry standard, I believe is like 20%. And so when we, when, when our, customers, patients, they start using our products like, and they, because we educate them on it, because we um, recommend what people actually need, they're seeing results. And so then they become consistent with it. And so I would say our goal for Bareface is really just like getting our name out there more. Um, I've been really heads down with making sure we have sound education, making sure our skincare specialists have uh, training within like our barefaced way that we do it. Um, so I would say just growth in the sense where our, our focus is always our existing customers. So, but growing in the sense where we just want to put our name out there more and get more exposure. We have a couple like fun products that we're going to launch this year. Um, hopefully if we can, again, like we only launched it if we're like hundred percent sure, uh, on that. So some of them are still in the trial and if they, everything goes well, we'll launch those. Um, but I really just want to make sure anything we're bringing out is not adding more confusion to the industry is not, um, you know, it feels more, in, it feels innovative, but it's also like clinically backed. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell how passionate you are about education and that, that helps so much with clients and simplifying everything. And sure. I think when clients understand the education and know what a product's doing, it makes them more excited to use it because I know I'm that way after going to school and knowing all the benefits of this specific vitamin C or this retinol, it makes me more excited to use it because I have the education. Totally. Yeah. Cause then you understand and you're like, Oh yeah, of course I need to be using this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay. Well, that is all the questions that we had for you. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Oh, I didn't expect this question. <laughs> um, um, no. Well, actually, I, the only thing I would say is, uh, we, we definitely like our mission is to kind of like change the industry standard in medical grade skincare. So taking it like where it's not so focused on being in office, I think there's like that gatekeeping where it feels like, well, you can only get that treatment in office and yeah, you're still only going to be able to get office treatments in office, but we offer a service that is like going into an office uh, for your skincare. And we create regimens and routines for anyone that sends us a message or if you send us a picture of your skin type. So if you do have any skincare questions or just want us to create a routine, um, feel free to shoot us a DM at Barefaced with like questions or we have a, our text. But DM is probably just like the quickest way at Barefaced. Um, and we're happy to curate a routine. If it's something that we feel like you do need to see a derm for or a specialist for, we always let you know. Like I will ne we will never recommend something if like if you need prescription treatment. We will always like be upfront about that because to me, again, that goes back to I don't need we don't need to just sell a product to sell a product. We want to sell products that actually are gonna make a difference. And if they're not, then that's gonna leave a customer with a bad experience. Yeah. So if you don't want to go to an, into an office, we're happy to create a routine for you. Um, check us out at Barefaced. Amazing. Um, can we do a giveaway of like a product? Yeah. Okay. What product do you want to yeah. give away? 
Um, you know what? We should give away. Should we give away toning pads and like liquid gold? Amazing. Yeah. What do you guys feel like? Yeah, let's do that. That's okay. perfect. So yeah. if you guys follow us, follow Barefaced, do you want them to follow your personal account too? Yeah, that'd be awesome. What's- Jordan Harper underscore NP. Okay, perfect. So go follow all three of those accounts and then comment um just your favorite thing about this episode on the post that we're going to have Jordan in on the Skin Club podcast Instagram. And then we will send one of you guys some feel pads and liquid gold. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thanks, we guys. are so honored to have you on. You are amazing. And we just love your products. Thank you so much oh, for thank you. coming this on. Was so much fun. And what a great way to end my day. Thanks for being flexible with time too. Of course. Yes, and we, we will definitely like be chatting more in the future. Okay. Cool. Can't okay. wait. Perfect. Thanks, thank guys. you so have much. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Skin Club Podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.